Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right. Okay. Two hours and 24 minutes. Two hours and 24 minutes. It is hard to believe. That's how long it took me to get home last night from from the 55-91 split to home. To home. It took two hours and 24 minutes. Wow. Wow. That is insane. Why did it take two hours and 24 minutes? Let me guess. One, two, three, four crashes on a 91 freeway and people can't drive when it has a little bit of rain on a Friday night. Oh my God. Two hours and 24 minutes. This is a trip that normally takes maybe an hour, hour and 10 minutes. That is just to be on the safe side. Two hours and 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Somewhere within there. Just depends. But two hours and 24 minutes. Wow. This, I think I need to find a new route to go home on a Friday night. Because that 91 totally sucks. And those that shared the road with me last night probably feel like I feel. Wow, that was insane last night. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. This is a special edition, a Saturday edition of DistractedDriversBusted.com. I wasn't going to talk about how long it took me to get home last night until it happened. And here it is right now, the time of my recording the show. It is 10.55 p.m., almost 11 o'clock. So, here I am. I originally had two crazy stories, two crazy stories, which I think I posted a little bit last night or during the course of the day on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, A story from KTLA about Two killed, one and three critically injured in a head-on crash. And then also, the crazy woman from Permona, who is now in custody, that 
everybody out here in California has been talking about. That story is why I decided to do the show. But you get a bonus complaint from me in regards to how long it took me to get home last night. And every now and then, I still uh, only been home about two hours. And I had to have time to get home, take a shower, relax, uh, eat a little dinner. I kind of dozed off a little bit, and then I got back up about 10 30 and here i am recording the show wow what a terrible friday night it was for me and for thousands of other people that were driving on the 91 freeway they all shared the same experience with me so i'm your host howard dresher the creator of distracteddriversbusted.com as i already said you can find me on facebook at distracted db on twitter at DistractedDBTV. I sound kind of stuffy because I felt like last night, or, well, well, by the time you hear this, last night, I had to have my windows down a little bit, and it was kind of cold, about 46 degrees. I just couldn't sit in the car for that length of time and not have fresh air coming in. And now I'm all stuffed up because the temperature was cold outside. And it's all crazy. And now my show, I feel like I'm so much out of whack right now. I'm just, uh, I'm at a loss for words. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword, DistractedDB. So, anyways, uh, very interesting. Look, I'm a, the reason why I'm also doing the show is because I, I find that there's a lot, there is a lot of stories that are being really, really stories that are happening out there that nobody's really talking about as far as it comes from DUIs, hit and runs, people getting killed because of these vehicular uh, car crashes. Uh, and, and nobody's really, really like hitting it. They're not hitting the pavement like I am. And so I decided I want to talk about these more and more. Uh, that's why I built my home studio inside my house. So therefore, if I feel like I want to drop down a show, I will do it. So that's what I'm doing. It's a special edition. This is Saturday, a special show for you guys. And I thank everybody who listens to me. But I'm starting to find out that more and more, the people that do listen to me are probably not the perpetrators. They're probably victims. In some way, shape, or form, they are the victims. Or they know somebody that is a victim. And that's why it is kind of crazy. So I, I just thank you guys for listening. Thank you for allowing me to blow off a little bit of steam today. Because, ooh, <laughs> I'll tell you, ooh. Now I can feel the cold and the stuff coming on, and oh, I don't want to get sick right now, so ooh, I got to get through this today. But anyways, uh, with that said, let's take a step back into the past. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. It's now time for the top story from the previous show, 
And again, this story comes from 12 News out there in Arizona, and I appreciate them for or allowing me to use the sound, I guess I should say. Uh, when it comes down to it, you sit back and look. Uh, last week's show was dealing with uh, law enforcement and what states are kind of stepping up, handling their own business, and trying to take care of stuff. Uh, I commented in regards to having the fines just a little bit harsher, and maybe that would help out. Um, great, great uh, stories last week. All three could have been the story from the previous week. But this is a story from News 12, or 12 News out there in Arizona, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. An officer citing more than 2,000 Arizonans under the state's new hands-free law. The law went into effect this year, passing after Officer Clayton Townsend tragically lost his life, hit by a man police say was distracted by a cell phone. Team 12's Michael Doudna spoke to Townsend's family and looks at the law's impact. There's pre-January 8th and there's post-January 8th. It was a day that changed Tony Townsend's life forever. In 2019, her son Clayton was conducting a normal traffic stop on the 101 when police say Jerry Stanstead Jr. crossed two lanes of traffic and hit the 26-year-old. I was, so I was going back and forth with my wife uh, on text and just calling. Stanstead told police he was on his phone before the fatal crash as Townsend's death spurring lawmakers to pass a hands-free law finding anyone in violation $75 to $250, hoping to cut down on distracted drivers. And since the law went to full effect in January, we've seen departments hand out citations to make sure you stay hands-free. Phoenix PD, they've handed out 444 citations. DPS, 1,637. Mesa PD, another 21. That makes more than 2,100 drivers cited in just 52 days. There's not a doubt in my mind that whether it was a DPS officer or a police officer, that a life was saved. But Tony says more work needs to be done. She thinks the fines are too low and that although everyone knows they shouldn't text and drive, they don't truly understand the potential life and death decisions made by a text behind the wheel. The man that killed Clayton didn't drive home that night thinking, I'm going to kill an officer. And Tony misses her son every day. She hopes the legislation passed because of his sacrifice saves lives and makes him proud of the progress they've made. I tell him how much I miss him, and um, I'll see him again. Now, the driver of that car that killed Townsend was indicted on a manslaughter charge. In December, he pled not guilty, and his trial is slated for May. We're in Phoenix. Michael Doudna, 12 News. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that was the top story from the previous week, and I do want to say, 12 News, thank you for allowing me to use the sound. And I do appreciate all the law enforcement agencies that are stepping up. They are taking extra steps, alternative actions in order to try to prevent distracted driving, hit and runs and DUIs. And with that, they should all be, they all should be commended for everything that they do. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. When I come back, Two killed, three critically injured on a head-on crash. And I'm finding that this is happening more and more, at least here in Southern California. We'll be back right after this.
You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword distracted DB. And let me just remind you that last night it took me two hours and 24 minutes to get home. That on a trip that normally would take maybe an hour and 10, hour 15, somewhere within there, it was miserable. Four crashes along the way. And as I listened to the radio, on the way home from KNX 1070 and KFI 640 because I always flip around whenever they are getting ready to do their traffic updates. There was four accidents on the 91 freeway where I was at, but there was also several accidents all over the place on the 405, on the 5, on the 15 North, on the 15 South. You name the freeway out there, the 710, it was all happening. And it just seems to be happening more and more. Yeah, we had a little bit of rain this week. We had a little bit of disruption when it comes to our traffic. People have a tendency to think, well, it's been dry for such a long period of time. So what is a little rain going to do? Well, there are a lot of people that found out. And it just, it just doesn't look good when you're driving down the road and you look to your left and you look to the right and they're texting and driving and you kind of wish like, please 
let me just bypass this person before they do something stupid. And next thing you know, bam, you're in a crash. Now you're stuck in a SIG alert that will take you hours. And for those that out in not in California, a SIG alert is a traffic stop or any kind of stoppage within the flow of the traffic for 30 minutes or more. And I would venture to say I've heard at least six to seven different SIG alerts on Friday night, last night. And probably I was in one. Because there's nothing worse when you're driving down the road and your GPS says, there's a traffic jam ahead. You're going to be stuck in traffic for 52 minutes. And I go, are you kidding me? Anyways, oh, man. I just know on a Friday I got to find a different route home. Even if I go a long ways around, but the flow still goes. Some reason, you go down to 5 north or 5 south from where I was up in Anaheim. You go 5 south, it always seems to be going. It may be like 10 miles, 15 miles out of my way, but I'm still moving. There is no stoppage at all. That 91 just, it just closes down. It's like I haven't seen before. And whoever designed this new roads and stuff, how they widened it up a little bit, but yet how they closed a little bit of it when they make the exit. Oh, my God. Go the 15 or 91 to the 15. It made it terrible. Anyways, here's a story that I got from KTLA. Head-on crashes. Head-on crashes seem to be more and more every day. And, you know, for the life of me, I really don't know why. It just is terrible. And again, you look at the time that it happened, shortly before 12.30 a.m. It is a pretty tough set out here, guys, in Lakeview Terrace this morning. This head-on collision took place here along Foothill Boulevard and Wheatland Avenue. And you can see authorities behind me still trying to pick up the pieces and also put together what exactly happened? What caused these two cars to go head on into each other with such disastrous effects? You can see one of the vehicles involved in the crash right now live on your screen, or at least, you know, what, what's left of it, unfortunately. It looks like the entire front side engine block was just pushed right into the vehicle itself. Let's jump over to the video here. According to authorities, the 911 calls about this crash started going off at around 12.20 this morning. So very, very early in the morning. It's not clear what caused the accident, but whatever it was led to these vehicles going right into one another head on at very fast speeds. The deadly impact left two people dead and three others severely injured. First responders pronounced the two who lost their lives dead on the scene. Their bodies were lying on the street. Authorities had to cover them up with tents. It's not known if they were thrown from their vehicles due to the force of the crash. The other three people who were hurt, the other victims, they were rushed to local hospitals. And at last checked, all three of them are in critical condition, as you might imagine, with the crash this severe. Obviously, the roads are really, really slick today because of all the rain we're seeing and experiencing. But it's not clear right now if those slippery conditions played a factor leading up to this crash. There have also been a number of other weather-related crashes since the rain started falling, uh, specifically here along the 210 freeway. Um, even from where we're live right now, I can tell you there are uh, other crashes we can see um, stopped alongside the, the freeway. 
back out here live at the crash scene in Lakeview Terrace. Uh, the names, ages, and identities of the victims have not yet been released as their families are still being notified about what happened to them. Again, guys, uh, it is going to be a very wet and dangerous, slippery drive out there, so please be very cautious and take it a little slower than normal when you're out driving today. We're live in Lakeview Terrace. I'm Steve Kouj, KTLA 5 News. Megan, Chris, back to you. All right, and again, that story came from KTLA. And it, it, you know what? It, he's right. He's right. Uh, Steve Cooge is right. You got to slow down. But yet these guys still go as if the road is dry. They're not paying attention. They're texting and driving. And again, nothing happens. Nothing good happens after 10, 11 o'clock at night on the roads anyways. And what happened? 1230 a.m. This is a crash. Now, he did that report uh, that morning after the crash, roughly around 7 o'clock. And so they're still investigating that. That's over six and a half hours or so that they're investigating that. So you can see the strain that it's putting on the freeways and the roadways. And yet, what is he saying? He's saying where he's at right now, he can see other crashes along the 210 freeway where he's at. But people aren't getting it. Sooner or later, it's going to be, you know, sooner or later, somebody's going to get it and go, look, we got to stop, slow down, make it more sense. All right. Again, that story came from KTLA, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I want to jump right into this. Uh, I want to jump right in into this next uh, story because this story, I got to tell you, is about the craziest story that one can come across. A 30-year-old woman, and my gosh, this lady, if you go, you can go to YouTube and type in just the woman from Pomona in custody after a pursuit standoff with child in the car. A nine-year-old child was in the car, and she was going through traffic, hitting people, and splitting cars on the left and right-hand side, taking out mirrors, crashing into them at an intersection, bouncing back down, backing up, and then pulling forward again. Her front bumper popped off, but she kept going. Again, this story here I got today is from CBS2 in Los Angeles, and I got to tell you, this lady is a freaking fruitcake. 30 years old. It started off innocent enough with a, just a simple hit and run. If she would have stopped, it would have been taken care of. But now, it escalated above and beyond what she probably thought. Wow, look at you just pushing that guy out of the way. You're just smashing right in between. Oh, my God. Oh, through more cars. And here at 10 o'clock, more breaking news. A woman goes on the run, smashing through traffic. Now we know with a child in that red car. The dangerous pursuit ended in an hours-long standoff in Diamond Bar. KKL 9's Nicole Comstock shows us what it took for deputies to finally arrest her. With a suspect now in custody, many people who watch this violent chase unfold are wondering why the woman behind the wheel would put a child through this. A nine-year-old.
12-year-old girl hops into a deputy's arms as the rest of the team, with guns drawn, descends on this woman's car. Finally, after the tear gas is too much to take, she gives up, bringing an end to an hours-long standoff. Smashing right in between through more cars. Spins him around. Oh, oh. At oh. the end of a violent pursuit that zigzagged from Diamond Bar to Chino and back. And I heard them speaking out through their microphone saying, pull over, stop. But by the time Brian Avilos turned back around here on Diamond Bar Boulevard near the 60, it was too late. She already had hit me on the driver's side, and she flew by through another two cars in the middle until her car came to a stop. And based off the, uh, the driver's uh, recklessness, we continue with the pursuit. Lieutenant Todd Knight with the Walnut Sheriff Station says the 30-year-old Pomona woman behind the wheel injured several people and slammed into more than five cars during the chase. In fact, he says they initially followed her because she repeatedly rammed into another person's car on the road near the Sheriff Station. Nobody knew the child was in the car. Knight says deputies didn't know the child was in the car when they fired beanbag rounds through the windows or when they attempted several pit maneuvers. He says they didn't realize until that child walked out of the car after the tear gas went in. I was worried about the nine-year-old. Hopefully nothing happened there. Avilo says when he realized that a child went through this traumatic experience, it made him mad and sad at the same time. Mad because she's an adult. She needs to know, you know, her responsibilities. And Lieutenant Knight says both the woman and child are now being treated for injuries. No word yet on how many charges will be added to that initial hit and run. Reporting in Diamond Bar, I'm Nicole Comstock, KCAL 9 News. All right, again, that's CBS 2 and KCAL Channel 9 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Did you hear the reporter's reaction? The guy in the helicopter who reporting, who is reporting this whole thing, you hear the excitement, and it's more of a desperation excitement, not excitement as in happy. Just warning people what is going on, and you, you're, and I was honestly, I was kind of glued to the TV when it was happening, and I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with this driver? Before I found out that it was a woman, and even more so, when after I found out, well, she had a nine-year-old child in the car. What the hell was she freaking thinking? Somebody like this does not need to be on the road now. The big question is, in my mind, is the insurance. How uh, they're all going to go after her, sue her. Now, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to guess that it's not going to be able to work. They, they're going to go after her, but there's nothing to get because it's probably not insured. She's probably not insured, and she's probably got no, I don't know, but she probably got no license. She just took the car, did whatever she had to do to get away from wherever she was getting, and... Now, a lot of chaos and mayhem happened, and somebody's got to pay for it. And what about those injuries? What about the injuries psychologically to the child? Nine years old, you don't think that she's going to have nightmares about this? She, there were several beanbags that were thrown by the cops, shot into that car. Not to mention a tear gas that happened. And that eventually, because that her car actually got wedged underneath an 18-wheeler an and another car and where they couldn't move. And that's where the cops ended up getting her. If you watch it on YouTube, oh my gosh, 
I feel so sorry for the young child. But this child is going to have psychological nightmares. Probably for a long time. Why did she have to put her through this trauma? What kind of person would do that with a child in the car? Not to mention, even if there was no child in the car, what gives you the right, what gives you the authority to go ahead and start ramming other cars, other innocent drivers that are minding their own business that's going from point A to point B? They're going to work or they're going home after a long day. And this ends up being a nightmare for several different people. And honestly, to tell you the truth, if they lock her up permanently for a long period of time, hey, all the better. All the better. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. Woo! What a, what a Friday for me. Hopefully, Saturday will be a lot better. I have no intentions of driving anywhere. I don't want to be stuck again on the freeway. It's about 11.19 right now. Woo! Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Take your cell phone and put it in your car. And do not be a crazy hit-and-run driver like this lady. Until next week or till next show, hopefully my road travels will be a lot better.